0: Well, hello, hello. Welcome, everybody. We are with the Laison Cray podcast for Threads with Stephanie Snowden today down in Knoxville, Tennessee, not too far from our home headquarters here in Lenore City. Stephanie, welcome. Hi, thank you. So nice to be here. It's really fun to have you here. I don't think it's any secret that since you are in my backyard that you do a lot of my work. So I have a very high level of respect and excitement that you are here with us this evening. And like I mentioned, you are the owner and nurse injector at the wellness room in Knoxville. Do you want to tell us a little bit more about yourself?
1: Yeah, um, well, my name is Stephanie, and I'm in Knoxville, and I've been here on and off for the last 20 years. Um, I spent 10 years out in LA uh, working for plastic surgeons in Beverly Hills and uh, a couple of doctors in Santa Monica. Uh, Moved back here in 2018, opened up my own office, and have grown it um, quite a bit in the last few years um and i've been injecting uh for about 9 years and using threads for about 4 years. That's incredible. Tell us when you started to integrate
0: threads into your practice 4 years ago. Really, how did you go about getting
1: threads into your daily practice? Well, um t- in 2017, um i was still working in LA and at that point, you know, we were mainly just doing Botox and fillers and a lady uh, that I had worked with, she had asked me if I heard of this new thread um, technique that was, you know, coming from overseas, pretty much like Korea. Um, And at that point, I never even heard of it. But within the next three to six months, uh, there were a few offices in L.A. that started doing sugar threads. That's what they called it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I thought, wow, you know, this is really neat because we don't want to just stuff someone's face with fillers and have them look puffy and overfilled. Um, at some point, we need a little bit of lift, um, you know. Especially if you already have enough volume in your face, um, you just need a little bit of a lift, and that's where the threads came into play. Um, so before I left LA, I made sure I went for training uh, for that, so I could bring that to Knoxville because, uh, you know, Knoxville we're kind of behind the times. Uh, you know, from LA. So I wanted to make sure that I knew, you know, how to do that and bring that uh, to to Knoxville.
0: Yeah, excellent. What um, are some of like the top two or three thread treatments that you just love or are your go-tos when you are working with PDO threads?
1: So uh, the favorite my favorite thing to do is uh, treatment of the lower face. Um, Most women over the age of 35 they complain of uh, sagginess in their lower face heaviness in their lower face. So my favorite thing to do is lift the cheeks, lift the jowls and work on the jawline with threads. Mm -hmm. Those are the areas that I like the most.
0: It's really one of the best areas where the threads can truly shine because it's difficult, as you know, to treat this area, particularly yeah. with more and more filler. It gets to a point where it's just enough.
1: So threads exactly. are the right way. yeah, yeah. we don't want to cause more heaviness in the lower base with filler. We want to actually lift everything up to the uh, the midsection.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Tell us a little bit about, kind of. How threads have changed, in your opinion, since you started four years ago to today? Because there are a lot of injectors that have just either gotten started or or have only been injecting for about a year. So with your four years of experience,
1: what have you seen change between that time? I have seen a lot of change. Um, (laughs) When I first had my training, I went for a basic course and advanced course all in one weekend. Um, the threads are much different. The threads back then were very um, thin. They weren't as thick as what they are now. Um, the The treatments were very like cookie cutter. Um, you really you really didn't get a whole lot of lift. Um, you know, you could see some improvement, but, you know, the way that we do threads now, the advanced trainings are just so much more advanced um, and the, the lifts uh, that you get are just so amazing. So it just, it's totally different than what it was four years ago.
0: The quality of threads, the attention to detail, the technology has advanced so much, and even being on the supplier side or manufacturer side, it's difficult for us to keep up with the technology because it just keeps flooding in for threads, which is super, super exciting, but again, underscores the importance of training. Yeah, absolutely. What would you say is one thing that people might believe about threads that you just disagree with completely?
1: Well... um... The biggest thing is, is, you know, PDO threads, they don't take the place of plastic surgery. It's a great alternative, um, but it doesn't replace surgery. Um, So client selection is really, really important, especially when you get a client that comes in and, you know, they're late 60s, 70s, a lot of sun damage, a lot of skin laxity. And they come in and they say, oh, you know, I just want a little bit of this, you know, and they're pulled back, like, you know, and I'm like, well, that's surgery, you know, that's not what threads do. Um, So you have to be really honest and upfront with clients, um, because you don't want them to think that they're going to have this surgical result with threads. Now, you can still have a great result, um, but it just does not take the place of surgery. And I see a lot of injectors on social media, they, they try to make it like, oh, you know, surgery results, you know, with threads. Um, it's not surgery results. It looks great. Um, and there will be a, a major improvement, um, but it's not going to be a surgical result. Yeah, nope, that's a really
0: good point. And, you know, patient expectations and the management of patient expectations is always difficult. But like you said, particularly in threads, when you're dealing with that, you've got to really hold their hand through the process.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep.
0: What's one thing about threads that has surprised you the most, something you didn't really expect, but that's been just a nice bonus for you on the side?
1: um definitely I think it's amazing how you know in the beginning we just kind of you know thought okay threads are a great thing for the face but now like you know injectors are using threads all over the body you know um, I've seen injectors do uh, lifts with the breasts you know or someone may have an uneven breast and are able to lift up the other breasts with threads um, you know even for the stomach, for the knees you know there' it's it's amazing um, how far we've come uh, and to see like where we could integrate the threads, you know, all over the body. So that's one thing that's changed. And, you know, I'm really excited for that.
0: Excellent. I'm, I'm excited for that as well. Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> so as you've gone through your threading career, what's kind of one big thing you wish you would have known in the beginning that you've maybe had to learn the hard way about threads?
1: Um, maybe a lot of complications. (laughs) (laughs) No, never. Yeah. So, um, you know, when I first started placing threads, um, like I said, I just went to a weekend course. Um, you know, it's really hard to learn threads in a four hour course with 20, 25 other injectors. There's only one instructor Um, You only have one model. You might get to place like one or two threads that day. It's really not enough training. So you are going to, you know, have some complications in the beginning. Mm -hmm. So one of the things um, that really kind of stuck out with me and and happened to me was puckering of the skin. Mm -hmm you know, where the thread, uh, wasn't placed, uh, you know, subdermal, you know, mid to deep dermis, uh, where it should be. So, um, one of the things I want to share, uh, and I have a thread here. Okay. One of your threads. Okay. So whenever, um, we first, uh, or I first learned how to do the threads, they just told us, you know, you have the cannula and everything here and you just, you know, you place it underneath the skin. Um, And once you were in there, you were committed, okay? So if you weren't deep enough, there wasn't anything you could do about it. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until I went to an advanced training um, about a year and a half ago with an advanced injector, And she taught me how to, whenever you're placing a thread, it doesn't have to be committed. You can actually put your finger or your thumb on the hub and hold the thread and then place it underneath the skin. And if you, you know, if you kind of tilt it and you see that you're not deep enough, you can pull it back out. You're not committed. Just don't take your thumb off of the hub here and hold the thread um, so that really changed everything for me because I was able to see, you know, OK, I'm not deep enough. I need to redirect my cannula. And I didn't have the puckering of the skin. So that was really, really, you know, big for me and sure. uh, and my patients. Well, Sorry. thank
0: you for sharing that tip. That is an incredibly
1: Yeah, it really is, especially if someone's new, um, you know, to these threads, I mean, you're going to run into complications. Um, That's just part of it. That's part of learning. It's the same thing with injectables and fillers and Botox. It just takes practice and everything. So that was one big tip because I remember thinking, gosh, I wish I'd have known this like two years ago. Um, And then Also, we have to discuss what happened with me not storing the threads correctly, Mm -hmm. okay? Um, You know, even though I've been doing threads for four years, um, I have, you know, when I went to trainings, um, you know, they always told us, you know, keep the threads in the little, in the blister packs and, you know, they'll stay sterile. Well, no one ever stressed to me, make sure that you were storing them, you know, away from light, you know, in the dark um, and in the, uh, the foil packs with them closed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wasn't doing that. And fortunately, I was, you know, doing a procedure on a patient and I go to place one of the threads and the thread just kind of broke off, you know, between my fingers, and I'm like, oh my gosh, what is going on? Um, there must be something with the quality, you know, the thread. So I stopped the procedure because I didn't feel comfortable placing any more threads because I didn't know what was going to happen. Um, and then of course, you know, I contacted you and I was very honest with you know how you know I store the threads. Um, you know, I'd, I'd open a pack and then. You know, I take a few of the packs out and if I didn't use all of those, then I just left them on my counter um, and they were, you know, subject to the light and all that. So that, that was, that was big for me. So even though that your packaging says, you know, put them back in the foil pack, away from light, uh, who reads the directions? Okay. I just go for it. So, yeah. Right. So no, I appreciate
0: you being so honest about that because it is something that happens Rarely, but consistently it yeah. does happen because again, it's different than storing a regular suture, for example. So yeah. very, yeah. very, very, very important to have it away from heat, away from light, away from moisture. And that's one of the reasons we invested tens of thousands of dollars into the special packaging to help protect those threads, keep them dry, keep them dark, keep them room temperature, and you're all good. You're all yeah. good. Because there's a telltale sign to see that the threads look exactly the same every time they've been exposed to heat, light, or moisture for an extended period of time. They just shard in, in yeah. your hand and just, oh yeah. 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 Oh, so it's never a good thing. and It always breaks my heart because I can't imagine what it feels like having a patient on the table and feeling like a deer in headlights.
1: Yeah, and that's exactly the way I felt. But luckily, she was very understanding. And, you know, I said, look, I just don't feel comfortable. I'm, there's something going on with the threads. And, you know, I just want to wait. And she was totally fine. And I actually, uh, she came back to see me, uh, I think it was last week. And we did the procedure and everything went well. And she loves her results. Excellent.
0: Good, good. So we've had a chance to talk specifically about, you know, some of the things you've learned about threads in particular, What would you say as an aesthetic injector have you learned just in general in your career that's been really pivotal
1: for you? Um, Education, you know, always uh, attending conferences, um, just really, you know, expanding your knowledge. Um, You know, going to a weekend course is not going to get you there. Um, You know, just keep seeking out uh, master injectors uh, do shadowing um you know since the you know covid and quarantine hit last year it was really amazing how so many injectors were holding these uh instagram live events and they would just get on there and talk about you know injections and threads and you you can learn so much from that Um, also doing, you know, private trainings and shadowing and just, you know, never stop learning because there's, Mm. everything is always changing. That is
0: very, very true. And as things continue to change at such a rapid pace from your experience, Stephanie, what would you say is really kind of the biggest challenge facing us in the aesthetic industry today?
1: The demand. Mm-hmm. Um, it is crazy to see how much, I mean, like just for my business since uh, quarantine and COVID, you know, I thought, oh my gosh, like, you know, you know, people are wearing masks and they, they're not gonna care about what their face looks like, but it has been the complete opposite. And, you know, just the demand for all of this is just shooting up rapidly. So we have to really make sure that we have the resources. Uh, to be able to
0: handle it. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's an exciting problem to have.
1: It is. It's a wonderful (laughs) problem. (laughs)
0: Yes, it is. On your words of wisdom, your infinite wisdom and experience, what would you tell any new injector to start doing? And what would you tell them to stop doing? Whether it's threads
1: or just with their practice in general? Um, you know, of course, along with the, you know, continuing education, you know, definitely start that, don't stop it. Um, One thing I do want to discuss is um, being honest uh, with your social media posts. Um, I have a real problem with, um, you know, injectors trying to make their before and afters look better by, you know changing the lighting, changing the positions. Um, you just want to make sure that you're being, you know, realistic and what your abilities are. Um, and, you know, sometimes when you're new to putting pictures together, you may not know that, Hey, yeah, the lighting is off. And, and, and you just think that, you know, it's a, it's, it just makes your picture look better, but you may not realize like, Hey, you know, I need to adjust the lighting. Um, to make sure I'm not giving someone a false, you know, sense of hope of what I can do or what Mm -hmm. I can perform. Mm -hmm. Um, Positioning is very important. Um, I do want to mention something that I did last year, and I didn't realize how much a position can really change uh, the way a before and after picture can look. But um, last year I posted a lady who I did threads on on her face, Um, And, you know, it was an amazing before and after. And even in the description of the post, I said, you know, well, you know, we lift the cheeks and the jowls with PDO threads, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, when I put the pictures together, I mean, I'm focusing mainly on the face. But I started getting all these comments and everybody's like, oh my gosh, what did you do to her neck? Her neck looks amazing. And I'm like thinking, what are they talking about? Like, I didn't do her neck, I did her face. And what I realized was in, you know, when I took the before picture of her, she was sitting up like this in the chair. And then the after pick was her lean back in the chair. Her face was still the same, you know, but just that movement made her neck look so much better. And I wasn't trying to trick people. Um, I was, and I, you know, just mainly focused on the face, but Anyways, it's, it's little things like that, that you can do, um, you know, when you're before and afters and maybe you, you do, and you don't know it. Like me, I had no idea that, you know, I wasn't even focused on her neck, but everybody was commenting on it. And I realized, you know, we have to make sure as, you know, injectors and everything, we want to make sure we're doing the same position, the same lighting, um, because we're not trying to trick people, you know, um. And also another thing, you know, with um, social media is, you know, the filters, you know, Mm -hmm. um, you know, again, like with celebrities, you know, people think that they have these, you know, flawless skin, no pores, you know, no wrinkles, no lines. And it's not real. It's not reality. Mm
0: -hmm. Um,
1: So that's that's one of my big pet peeves. (laughs) No, I, I appreciate you bringing that
0: up because as a manufacturer, we ourselves cringe when we see those maybe less than honest or, or slightly deceptive before and after pictures right. because we want to help manage the reputation of PDO threads in the industry as well. And when there are a rash of complications or unrealistic expectations where people become unhappy with their results or lack thereof, that's yeah. a battle we have to try and support you out there fighting as well. So amen, (laughs) go, (laughs) go for the honesty in those social media posts, um, PDO threads, PLLA or PCL threads. What's your, what's your thread of choice?
1: Okay. So, um, I've mainly only used the PDO barbed and the PCL barbed, um, and the PD, PDO Sculpted. Mm -hmm. Okay. Those are my three favorite. That's what I, that's my go-to. I do love the little, uh, the twist threads. And when you put like a bunch of them in the neck to, you know, build a lot of collagen. Um, That's great. Um, I haven't tried the PLLA ones yet. Oh, so, you're gonna get hooked. Really? I <laughs> yes. need to, Yeah.
0: Yeah, they are immediate volumizers because the PLLA truly is polyolactic acid. It's the exactly. crystalline Sculptra. form of sculpture for exactly. a brand name if you are out there listening. Um, and once you use PLLA, it's difficult to go back to PDO when you're using the mono or the screw threads.
1: They're, really? Yeah. Okay, so I need to. I need to place an order and play with some of those. We need to get some of those in your hands.
0: Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't mention the lip threads because I recall a very impressive before and after where you use the threads to do the lip flip.
1: Oh, beautiful,
0: yeah. beautiful yeah. result on that. I'm yeah. envious when I see that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I probably should focus more on that. Um, they're and and yeah, that they're great for the right patient, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. For the
0: right patient, it's very, very true. Patient selection is imperative. Um, so we've talked about PLLA, PDO, PCL. What would you say is the most common um complication? You mentioned puckering. Now that you've figured out how to work around that, do you have any other kind of words of wisdom when it comes to
1: complications for injectors out there oh goodness you know um that has really been uh the only thing um and that was like i said more in the beginning when i just wasn't placing them deep enough um Mm You know, sometimes I might get a little bit of puckering, um, but I now I'm more calm about it because I know that it's going to release over the next week or two. So I try not to stress about it. And I just tell the patient, you know, hey, you know, you got a little bit of puckering here, but that's going to release over the next, you know, week or two. So don't yeah. worry about it. Um you know, I don't really have a lot of bruising, you know, I will have some swelling, but, you know, just educating the client beforehand really helps. Um, I haven't, I think I've had one infection the entire four years, um, and it was very minimal. So I don't really have a lot of complications. Excellent. Yeah. you
0: are very grounded and very relaxed right now, it appears, but I know I've been in your practice and I've watched you almost run from room to room, patient to patient, back to back. I know you're incredibly busy. Tell us what your life hack is in dealing with that level of go, go, go. How do you keep it all together, Stephanie?
1: <laughs> well, uh, mainly learning how to delegate tasks, you know, um, Now, I mean, I started out as a one woman show in my office, you know, it was just me, I had a teeny tiny little office, and then I had a treatment room. Um, And then, you know, had that for about 18 months. And then I hired uh, an amazing uh, esthetician, Keela. Um, and so I'll let her take over all the skin stuff, you know, the micronealing and the facials and she does, you know, chemical peels, all that. Now she's doing the laser stuff. Um, so that has really helped free me from actually having to do, you know, all those other procedures, um, And then, you know, I hired a front desk girl and, you know, she takes care of the office stuff. And so now I have plenty of time to focus on what I love and that's, you know, threads and injectables. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Well, we love that about you too.
0: Stephanie, tell us where can listeners find you online?
1: Sure. Um, I'm on, uh, Facebook and Instagram, uh, Stephanie Snowden underscore NP, um, Email or not email, but, uh, website is the wellness room, All right. And yeah. Excellent.
0: So famous last question here. I always like to end with this one. We've talked about your career. We've talked about threads, but in life in general, so big picture. Now, what is the most important thing you can say that you've learned in life so
1: far? Um, Probably just, uh, you know, stay positive and, you know, never give up. Um, You know, getting in this aesthetic world can be really scary um, in the beginning. It looks easy. You know, people make it look easy uh, on social media, but it's not. um, You're not going to make everyone happy. Um, So just, you know, try to learn from every experience and just keep at it. And, you know, eventually you'll get there. Love it. Thank you, Stephanie,
0: for your time today. Really appreciate all your wisdom. Love the little trick of holding the hub with the thread in place. So appreciate that little share. And um, I know people will be going to check you out online. All right, great. Thank Thank you. Thank you.